Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of Basement Banter. This week, we have a guest on that we mention all the time, but it's been a while. Tim Burklow, back on. I, I can't believe I'm sitting here again. It actually feels weird. Cause it's been like probably over a year, right? I, it, it's got to be more than a year. I, I would have to go back and reference or look at my whatever, my uh, podcast thing and figure out when it was. But it's been a, definitely a long while. I'm actually trying to remember what the podcast was like what the the actual subject matter was i i can't even remember i almost want to say it was when you came on with my cousin we were doing hypothetical situations like that long ago let's yeah, see yeah, i think so I, I i think it was that yeah um but this week we wanted to discuss i mean obviously we're i'm always we're, i'm always thinking about it we're always thinking about it everyone between the ages of i think like 10 years old and I mean, honestly, at this point, up as old as you could think, video games. There's always there's always a new video game. Video game graphics are just getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And uh, Timmy actually was stopping by tonight, not only to do a podcast, but we were going to play a Mario game, which is absurd because, I mean, as 24, 25-year-olds playing Mario, and also we were playing Mario when we were you know, like 10 years old. So it's just weird that it's coming full circle now. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, to people listening, that's what I was just saying to Ryan, like after decades of just different tech and different consoles and genres of games and, and graphics and all of this for, for whatever reason. And I still can't believe, I don't even know how they thought of this guy. This little dude, Mario has been plumber. around a pl an Italian plumber has Let's... been around for decades and decades and is still just as popular, if not more popular. I mean, just from <laughs> if you even just try to explain that to someone who d didn't know what that was about, from a dude jumping around different blocks to doing different sports, it, it, it's insane. Here's what it is, really. Someone sits down. Ryan, I have no idea what video games are. I have no idea who who's Mario. Can you teach me what Super Mario Brothers is about? Or Super Mario 64? Sure. Here's what happens. A plumber and his brother. Uh, the plumber's wife is a princess. They're Italian who, plumbers. Italian plumbers. And the, his wife is a princess who lives in a castle. And for some reason, he isn't mentioned in this castle at all. For whatever reason, he's still a plumber. His, his wife has nothing to do with the story. It's a giant castle and his wife lives in it and it has they don't live. They don't share the same house. They might be estranged, whatever it may be. So then he has to go and get his wife back to prevent her from being violated for some reason by a gigantic lizard man. A turtle dinosaur with a little sun turtle dinosaur thing. Yeah, it's a bizarro story, but people love it. People love it, and it's been... I mean, it's probably one of the most valuable franchises of any movie, sport, um, show, any, like, character. Any character you could put a value on, Mario would probably be in the top five. Easily, of, easily. Of any sort of, you know, like, anything you could think of, any branding material. You know, like Pikachu, like, from it's Pokemon. It's like Legos. Like, it's timeless. Yeah, Pokemon. It's just... It, it's a timeless brand at this point. Right, and... The thing is, is that so we were playing that and then, you know, we moved on and now you have all of these combat games. But even then, so when we were when we were in like elementary school or in middle school, high school, 
the big uh, fad was military games where Definitely. you were you were playing in uh, team based games where you have to kill a certain amount of opponents or whatever. And that was the big thing. And, you know, you still had the sports games. The sports games are always whatever in the background. But the real what people got consoles for was for Call of Duty. Um, they used to have like Medal of Honor. But that was like I don't even know if they had live. I, I can't even remember. Out. I just remember. Well, what I do remember is that those middle school years, I want to say fifth grade to about eighth grade, there was a definite change in what video games really were because you now had this whole multiplayer experience come out and I, I remember Halo was like the pioneer of the, the first person shooter where you're actually interacting with friends online um, but I, I think a, a lot of the younger people that are not our age don't really realize just how much of like a, a revel an evolution was going on for us we, we got to see like that 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 peak that pivotal moment where um you're starting to interact with people online and we've seen where that goes now you know this whole multiplayer xbox live whatever uh network it was but i mean those games are halo halo uh, halo 3 call of duty 4 they that there was a game change there gta 4 that those three th those three games alone pushed something into a whole nother realm that just escalated and rolled on. How many Call of Duties have we had? Yeah, but the thing is, too, is that they made them. It was a, it got a lot more real, like video games. Think about when we were younger. There was no, like, first of all, when our parents were younger, it was uh, ping pong or whatever it's called. Pong, yeah, the, 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 right, uh, right, where it right. bounces back and forth. Mario uh, in the arcade. You had all those games. Very simple. Then you started having the GameCube and Nintendo 64 where you still have these cartoons doing cartoony things. And all of a sudden when you had Xbox, then you start getting these games that are really intense. And you start having Call of Duty, uh, Halo, uh, GTA, which are all games where... I mean, GTA, there's obviously other things, I'm sure. It goes I, a little I, I, extra in the uh, the adult realm or yeah. the mature, the, the real rated M yeah, uh, I'm rating air, there. I'm air quoting that there's other stuff you should be doing, you know, racing and, like, whatever. Right. Really, you're doing just things that are just completely just – that is a that was a brilliant game idea because all it is is saying people could then go and do whatever they want on a, like a city. And they would, it isn't like it was just uh, – it was just like uh, like Mario, where it was like, ooh, uh, Rainbow Land. It was get from it, A to B in yeah. this in this one setting. That I mean, it was this basically whole concept of open world. Yeah, and they made it like real cities: Los Angeles, Miami, New York City. And you go and you just rain terror on people. They had cheat codes purposely so that you get just an arsenal of weapons that you rain down on civilians, which was absurd. An absurd concept to go from a game where you're collecting magic mushrooms to grow bigger and jump around. Uh, on top of cinder blocks to save your bride from a lizard man to then going driving around Times Square in a, a friggin' dump truck hitting people. It was a very different game. And not only that, then you have the worst one of them all probably in the in the sense of just pure carnage. Gears of War was a game that's the other one where you not only had the the aspect of shooting, having teams killing each other, you then had the very gory aspect of it. You could go, if you were up close enough to someone, their body would explode, their head would pop off. Chainsaws at the bottom of the guns that would saw people in half, get blood all over your screen. I mean, it was, they, that was like, 
the, they did the creative liberties they took just to make sure that you had everything you wanted. Not that I even asked for it, of just complete just bloodshed. I think it was a five-year window where you had these developers who, who now had the tech to do certain things and just w pushed an envelope in, in ways they, they were just trying to see where can we take this thing. So we got a lot of different video game experiences. And I, I remember the controversy of some of these games coming out, like you said, yeah. Gears of War, where, you know, they're, they're, I remember the news articles or the on, on TV, at least, uh, the news reports of, of them saying, hey, parents, you know, keep your kids away from this or be be aware of these games coming out and your parent going with you because it was rated M and they would read at GameStop why it was rated M. And I will never forget at GameStop the one time the guy literally talked my mom out of getting me Saints Row 2, oh, which is basically oh, just... Saints Row 2. Which is First of all, Saints Row 2 completely was, you know, off... Over the top, unbelievable! Completely forgot about it that. Wasn't, I feel like it wasn't as bad as Saints or as uh, Grand Theft Auto though, because it wasn't. It was like a lot more cartoony, a little arcadey. And the guy that, couldn't. The guy talked my mom out of getting it for me, and I wanted to just jump over the counter. How'd that conversation go? Like we put the thing on the counter, and the guys are like, "Oh, you sure you want to buy this for your son? Oh, there's uh, this and that in it." Like, dude, shut the fuck up! It was like a twenty-something-year-old guy. I was like fifteen. What the hell is this problem? I'm sure he said like two things on it, like yeah. uh, alcohol and tobacco use. And your mom's like, "Oh no, that's fine." Well, no, ma'am, I'm not done. Yeah. Sexual uh, uh, nudity, drug uh, use, uh, killing, murder. murder. <laughs> Which it does sound very bad, but it's a video game for crying out loud. What? What is? Do you think he had the same thing? Call of Duty. How's that any different? Call of Duty. He, he got a rise out of that. He definitely got a rise out of that. He got off to it for, some re for no reason. For, to convince my mom out of buying me a video game. Some little joy to get after I came home from fucking uh, football practice at the end of the day. To just hang out. Play Xbox a little bit before or after I did my homework. Guy ruined it. For what reason? It was the best. Well, not that. But just going <laughs> home, seeing, you know, playing some of these games. You know, in hindsight, thinking about it. But, uh, I mean, I remember when... You know, after how big Call of Duty 4 was, when Modern Warfare uh, 2 came out, I, I had friends. My mom would never let me do this, but I had friends who took off of school to actually play that game on release day. And there was, I remember our principal actually had to put a letter out or, um, yeah, a, a note out to parents making people aware of, the fact that kids were staying home f because of this video game. <laughs> and so it, it was funny because you had people that were out, quote unquote, you know, sick. Yet, you know, they were all just trying to get ahead and leveling up as quick as, as possible. And I know, um, you know, it, it's just interesting because when those games came out, you know, you didn't think much of it. But just the way, you know, corporations are, um, you know, the publishing companies that now control the developers that make these video games. The whole, you know, culture has changed in how these games are developed. You talk about the microtransactions. None of that was around during that era. It was just you get on multiplayer, and it was a CD. It wasn't, it wasn't an electronic download. You put the disc in, you played it as is, and then you got off. Now it's just everything is so integrated electronically. There's updates in real time with these games. The maps change. There's a casino. The microtransactions. There's a casino in Grand Theft Auto Online. There was a casino. 
No. So, yeah. There's See, a, I haven't played that in a while. Is there, is there really a casino? What do you mean a casino? Exactly. There's a casino where you could gamble your, your in-game money. And obviously, oh, well, you don't have to get the microtransactions to... But then all of a sudden... Where's the line? There's no line. And the thing is, is that... It's it's sad because it's everything now. Everything is microtransactions. When we were younger, we had games. It was as is. Then you would have it just just so I have someone else think about this. Was there any type of micro purchasing outside of like an avatar skin for like the Xbox character you made? The only other thing that I could think of was the downloadable content where it was still it was fair but hey was, but the, fair that i understand was, that, that that's was a, new content that was a fair thing to ask for for you to pay more money to get it though because they were still as a developer spending more time making the game enjoyable expanding the length of your experience on that game now you're at the point where you buy the game but you're really gonna put yourself at a disadvantage if you don't spend the money on things uh, it and started, that's that whole concept of pay to play yeah so Essentially, for those who don't understand that, there was a time where this started to happen. It wasn't just buying something with uh, currency in-game, but, I mean, you would pay real money to get currency in-game to then buy something for the game. It used to be something more um, like a skin for your character in the sense, uh, a new outfit. Something like that that doesn't affect the game. However, something started to change where there was this pay-to-play concept that people could actually pay more to have an advantage over someone else that wasn't paying more money in the game. And if I remember correctly, if it was Battlefield, there was a Star Wars game that came out where the UK actually... um, The whole European Union finds EA because... And this was, I mean, they considered it gambling because it is gambling. That's what it basically at the end of the day, there was characters in the game where you would have to, you would have uh, crates, quote loot unquote, boxes, crates, loot the boxes. Loot crates, the- and if you bought this loot box, there was a 50% chance you would get a character in a mode in like a game mode. And this character would be like, so, all right. So for all of you who understand Star Wars. You would start out and you would have like Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, or not even. I think Han Solo, Chewbacca, and like Ray, who's from the new movies. Just movie. some default characters. Who's from the new, the new movies that aren't associated with the rest of the trilogy. And then you have uh, on the other, the bad guys version, you have like. What, Anakin? Uh, like Anakin. Boba Fett. Um, well, not Anakin being but like, Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. You have like, you have. Boba Fett, some other like stupid character that they made for the for specifically for Battlefront two and like General Grievous, whatever. So like whatever, three characters. But if you wanted Anakin Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, Obi Wan Kenobi, these really powerful characters, and then the other side, Darth Vader, uh, Darth Sidious, or whoever would else. Would you have to the Would you have Maul. to play the game long you, enough to unlock no, them? No, there. I don't think there was. I think there was the chance of it, but the and loot there boxes. We go. So the loot box that you would have the opportunity to maybe get these people, and it wasn't even guaranteed. There was like a seventy-five percent chance or fifty percent chance you would get these people. It would cost like fifty, like fifty thousand in-game credits. Where if you level up, you get like a hundred. So obviously, you would have to play like 
500 hours to get the 50-50 shot of getting it once. It would make it borderline but then insane if you, to actually yeah. put the work and time in. So yeah. they would incentivize you, I'll just pay for this. Well, and you weren't even guaranteed the people. So you, you would pay a, for the chance? Pay for the, pay for the coin so that you could then, if you wanted to, spend it and have the chance of getting so these So it wasn't even guaranteed. So that is, that's like a slot machine. So the issue was that then kids would be taking their parents' credit card and buying all these credits for the chance of them having Darth Vader, which is essentially equivalent to you spending a slot machine hoping that you get the grand prize. That would help. But instead of winning money, you would just have a big advantage over other people who aren't going to spend $50 on real or 50 real dollars on credits for a fucking video game to do that. But the same thing with um, all of these... Uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto Online, you have to spend real money. Well, you could have, or if you, unless you have a hundred million in game dollars, which for right. just for you to have like a, a painted picture, you do like the missions that they lay out for you in the game, you get like $5,000 to buy like, there's jets, tanks, big houses and stuff you could have. Those cost millions and millions and millions of dollars. So once again, you theoretically could get these things yourself, but the real people are just dumping money into it and it ruins the experience for other people. The worst thing I think was that now you have battle Royale games, battle Royale games where now you, that was, there was a line. I feel like if you could break down the, the timeline of video games, th there is a very clear line when this, whole concept of battle royale came in and some people love it some people hate it but i think everyone can't deny everyone can agree that when this whole concept of battle royale came out that everyone was on board because it really was a cutting edge concept of putting everyone together usually about a hundred people and the last person standing is 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 the one who wins it all and before that, it was like a 6v6 game uh, where – I don't even think this whole concept of the last person standing really was around. So th this changed, you know, this whole competitive – this put competition in video games to a whole nother level. Yeah, because now, now you have people that are like – that's what I was just saying to my friends today. We were cracking up. There's people that – so now like Call of Duty has their own version of Battle Royale. There's people that spend 20 plus hours. There's people that make their careers. People have millions of like um, like a seven figure salary playing video games. And we haven't even and touched on that yet because we talk about where video games were. We talk about Mario. The fact that there's people making an income, not just an income, a substantial amount of money, millions, filming themselves playing video games and, and, and uh, this whole idea of Twitch and live streaming. It, 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 that, that's it's a brand new frontier right so now you have all of these people playing these games so me who wants to play for maybe like a couple hours after at the end of the day after work you can't because now you have people whose whole livelihood is to be good at this game so you're playing all of a sudden there's people doing things that you have no idea what the heck's even happening like i was uh showing i sent something to my friends earlier today there was a guy who drove a car off a cliff spun around and as he spun around he sniped someone from like across the map and killed them meanwhile i my like one or two hours a night 
And you, you know you only have your little 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. thing before you need to go to bed for work. So you want to make those two hours worth it. It's, it's very hard to jump into a video game if you're not, you know, with this whole idea of how crazy competitive people have gotten. It's hard to just get your two hours of, of play in without getting frustrated and not even want to play at all. Because it's like, you know, you have you work all day. You don't want to then get your shit kicked in for two hours by these little shithead 12-year-olds who, like, are sitting there streaming for their, their friends or whatever. It's annoying. It is. And this whole, you know, idea of we, we used to have different consoles, and, and we still do. But this uh, there's a new thing out now with this whole... Um, Crossplay, where people are now building their PCs, and this is becoming the more popular thing: building your own computer. That you're not even using a console anymore. You're now playing video games on a computer, and uh, you know there's a whole talk of what type of advantage you get there, and it's uh, it, it's it's just it's a little overwhelming. Where I I'm I for one am someone who likes story games where you know I just play by myself and it's a good story. I agree because you know. Now it's I, the stress of playing some of these multiplayer games. It's at a point that the, the camaraderie and fun of it, it, it's it's more of an addiction than than a, an emotional joy. It's it's more like I I gotta get back on this thing. Like it's it, it's uh like yeah, it's like if you were um you know if you were playing a sport when you were younger. If I played football but I only showed up to one practice a week, I wouldn't be very good at it. So I would have to go to practice every week. It's almost like you have to go to practice. I I go to I had have to go on and play Xbox because all of a sudden these kids are 50 million times. That's like when I, I have like anxiety when I first get a video game because I'm like I got to play it a little bit so I'm good. Cuz exactly. all of a sudden you can't get good because then everyone's so far beyond you good that you can't even compete with them and you can't get better because everyone's just beating the shit out of you. This is going to sound horrible. I actually try to give myself a time. When I do have the chance to jump on, I try to limit uh, at night. I try to figure out just the, the, the exact time I really should get off because it's at a point when I play some of these games like, like Call of Duty Warzone, my blood pressure is up so high I can't get to sleep because like I, I'm just completely just in the zone. Like, I need to chill out. Like, it's just when you're in front of a screen like that, it's hard to go to bed after. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that now that, like you were saying, how you like story mode games more, I'm I'm in agreement where I like to do, like, a Madden or, uh, like, a FIFA, which is the soccer game. Yeah, where yeah. You, where you're doing, like, you're having a season. Like, you're playing by yourself, and you have, like, a, like, you play a team through the season. You do, like, trades and everything. And that's how I play. And because I know if I play Call of Duty Warzone, I'm not going to be able to go to bed when there's airstrikes, people jumping through windows, shooting me. Um, there's another game that I I got, which is like a like my like guilty well not guilty pleasure, but it's like a fun game when I have nothing going on. It's called uh, Chivalry Two. It is a like medieval game where it's like just a, a massacre. So I can't play that either because I'll be laying in bed at night like all fired up because of just mass carnage and like i can't play that so i'll play like sports games and stuff but the other thing that i was going to get at and just like to kind of bring things full circle here the one thing that i have to say is that nintendo always i feel like has a console at the right time 
they have this new Nintendo Switch, and all they're doing now is basically pumping out nostalgic Mario games. I love that. I, I have uh, Mario Golf, and I had Mario Golf when I was little. They have, um, they. I have something of where it's just the whole thing is just games from when I was little. They have Super Mario Sunshine for all of you with GameCubes. Super That's Mario the first Sunshine. video game I, I ever got. They have it's the, incredible. The Mario on the Nintendo sixty four. And then they have the Mario for the Wii, which it was like Mario Galaxy or something. And they have them all for the Nintendo Switch. And it's really fun to just that's a great like that's a great unplugging game. And I think that's the thing that has been lost along the way. And now it's turned more into a market rather than uh, like an art form, you know, like it's that's the problem with a lot of stuff like with like the same thing with like shows that you see on tv and everything now it's all about like as many commercials as you could plug in the how money. many cliffhangers it is all about the money because when we were younger obviously it was still about the money but i feel like there was more integrity and dignity in actually making these games where they had something they wanted to make it good so then when the next game came out people would get it whereas now it's about just wringing people dry i think with the game we were talking about earlier with the star wars game the battlefront game i don't think there was any intention of making a battlefront 3 i think they were going to do this thing squeeze it like a lemon get all the juice out and then just kind of cast it aside and go, all right that's it like you, you walked right into something i wanted to bring up i know uh we talked about like halo uh the company that made that was bungie um, I, I really feel like back then I've seen some documentaries on just uh, or short little things on how some of those games were made. I think um, a lot of these developers made these games because they had full um, freedoms and creativity to, to just make something they thought would be awesome. Um, I think now with just a lot of these um, these publishers that uh, and corporations that are now parent companies to the developers, they get set with these ridiculous benchmarks because they don't have a true understanding of, of it being like an art form in creating these video games. It's now knowing this one, you know, this Halo one, or we'll call it Halo one, did this amount, you know, in, in terms of revenue. So we need to make Halo two and it's going to be this date. And we start seeing that a lot with video games where they're actually, the developers are pressured into making a game where they don't even have the proper timeline, but they're they're forced to do these certain timelines to get something out and we're starting to see uh these last couple years games that are just completely flopping because they're just not well done let's talk about cyberpunk i mean that was a game they said was in development for like i think eight years it, it actually was not working properly on the consoles when it came out I don't think it still works on consoles i think there's still issues i think they had to pull the game for a while so that they could figure out the bugs and stuff but there's, it's because there's all these pressure. It isn't the person that's going, all right, this game's perfect. Let's put it out. I spent eight years on it. It's the people that are in charge of it going, all right, we got to put it out so eventually we could start doing the in-game. Uh, all right, well, if you spend this, you could get the, uh, you know, the black market in this game where you could buy all of these weapons that are going to blow everyone else away and armor that's resistant to this and that. And you have to, all you have to do is spend $50 to unlock this whole part of the map and stuff like that. It's more of the, you have to have this out so then we could start our business in it. That's the same thing with uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. They put, they had, you know, they had GTA Online where they didn't even care about putting out the next Grand Theft Auto because they have GTA Online, they have all these different microtransactions, and that's 
keeping them afloat. They don't even need to start worrying about the other game, start spending money into another game. Then they do Red Dead Redemption 2 because they told everyone they were going to do Red Dead Redemption 2. They put it out. Story mode was great. Their online completely flopped because it was almost like they stepped into it going, all right, microtransactions, and it fell flat on their face because I think people sniffed out the like the, like the cheapness of it where it was all like a money money grab. Same thing with Call of Duty. Call of Duty comes out every year now. And there was a stretch of time where people were literally begging for another... I this is the first year, and I think someone... I saw the, the stat. I think it's the first year in like 13 years that they're not having a Call of Duty for that like season. But look at the, look at the trend in quality. You had Modern Warfare was like the first real online competitive one. Fantastic. Probably still the best one. They remastered it. I still, it still I can play great. that one and still can, enjoy it. It's yeah. timeless. That one's great. Then they had Modern Warfare 2, which was still phenomenal. Then they had World... Maybe I, I think it was World at War. It was in between. Yeah. was great. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 was great. And then they had the Black Ops, which was awesome. But you had all these they games, which were perfect. Because they had think Black Ops 1, 2, 3, 4. Eight. Because they kept, it was, they kept passing it in between companies to give the other one like two years time to plan for the next game or Treyarch infinity. Yeah. They gave them time to plan out the next game, but now all of a sudden, then you had a third party into it where then you started having advanced warfare, infinite. warfare, And they're combining the games now because of this ghost, the whole war zone. They were terrible. And yeah. And like you, like you just said, they combined them. They combined the modern warfare. I feel like with, you know, like they had like a new little twist to it. With the new campaign, but it was really based off of the original Modern Warfare. Uh, but then, like you said, they have Warzone now, so now you have Cold War, which came out, which completely flopped. But you still have Warzone, and if you have Warzone, I mean, if you have Cold War, you get all of these guns if you buy that game. And not only that, if you have Cold War and you have Warzone, you then could go and buy the '80s uh, throwback pack where you could play as uh, fucking Rambo and John McClane. It's unbelievable. And it's, it's it's just bad now because now it's like now you're just putting out dog shit and spray painting it gold and saying, oh, no, this is awesome. There's very few games. There's a game recently that I will tip my cap to because it was a great game and it had I don't think it had a single microtransaction in it. It was the most recent Star Wars game, Star Wars Fallen Order. Great game. My brother played that. I heard it. He He enjoyed it. He but there wasn't it. a single there wasn't a single microtransaction in the whole game, and it was awesome. And See, they, they and that ask. that's more like it's been a while since you've seen this microtransaction not exist in a video game. Yeah, but that's the that's the fun part about um, like these the the switch what we got we were talking about earlier is that now you have these games like Mario, um, and like I think they're making starting to make Sonic's again and stuff like that. Where you're bringing these old school games back and people are happily buying them because it's it's a breath of fresh air because it isn't it's just what you got when you were younger just better graphics it's the circle of life we're just returning all the way back yeah to mario but that's the thing is that you have to have those things and i think you know i'd like to give benefit of the doubt to certain xbox people and stuff like that i think people are starting to see that they over really overstepped um, we were talking about the Battlefront game. They really walked it back. I mean, I'm sure it was solely because they got the sue shit, the shit suit out of them by the uh, EU for all of those microtransactions. Um, but there's people that like the new, the most recent uh, Modern Warfare game that 
Call of Duty put out. I don't think there was too many microtransactions. There was DLC, but there Not wasn't. Not like what it was, I know, a couple years ago. It there was, was a window where it was a casino everywhere. And there's a literal casino in Grand Theft Auto. I still can't get over that. It's bad, but... Uh, I think that that should wrap it up. If you have any closing thoughts, Tim, or if you have anything else, or no, I mean, I just think it's cool. I, I've always loved video games, and I think there's a lot of you know, there's more good than bad at most. It, it's been something I've enjoyed with friends for many years now, and I'm just looking forward to seeing what you know technology is going to allow companies to do uh, and developers to do uh, in the future. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to see maybe more virtual reality stuff. We shall we shall oh, see. Yeah, that's that's a whole other episode. Well, that, we'll see. Yeah, that's another episode. But, all right. We're about to go uh, enjoy some Mario. So uh, thank you all for listening. Have a good one.